and welcome to this week's episode from A Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter. This episode, I talked to someone from Halbro, a sportswear and comfy clothing brand based in Bolton. I hope you enjoy. Joining me today is Bill Moores, who is works with the sales and the social media at Halbro. It's his family business. How are you today, Bill? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good this morning. Yeah, thank you. Good. Why don't you start off by sort of explaining what Halbro is and sort of a history of it, really? So basically, historically, it's been like a sports club business that was mainly focused around rugby. So for quite a while, the years of its business, it purely did rugby clothes. Um, and about about six years ago, my family took up the company and then tried to like mix it up a little bit. So changed it. So now it does like all sorts of sports clothing, um, mainly focusing at like club level um, with a few like professional teams and schools as well and stuff. So that's what it does. And then over the pandemic, basically, we decided to like diversify a little bit and go into some casual clothing stuff. So, yeah, we're just trying to basically broaden our horizons a little bit, but mainly a sports clothing company. So how long did you say? So it's been in your family for how long? About 60 years. So my great granddad um, took over the business and then it was passed down to my granddad and then my dad. So my dad currently runs the business and so that's how it is at the moment which is so weird how like I had no idea when we were at school (laughs) Um, so how why the name Halbro where did that come from um because it basically the people who owned it before my great-granddad were called I think Mr Halton and Mr Broughton so they just brought it together and made Halbro um that was just what they named the mill when they took over and I guess my granddad and great-granddad decided to stick with it. Yeah. And in terms of, like, you were talking about the mill and, like, the factories, that's in Bolton, isn't it? So yeah, so it's based, it's just off, it's, it's on Chollinue Road, um, right down at the far end in Horwich. So that's where they've been based for the whole time, really. Um, the mill's obviously got smaller and smaller um, with less people on site as more things become, like, more remote and stuff. But, um, yeah, the main, the main site is still based in Horwich yeah that's cool that's like proper British like a proper <laughs> northwest kind of kind of brand and then so f- why did you sort of decide to diversify in the pandemic was it because sort of sports teams weren't playing on yeah so obviously all kind of especially club and school sports stopped so I basically thought like oh whilst whilst there's a little bit less and there's also like a lot of time in our hands maybe time to like diversify a little bit uh, and they're still like selling sports clothes and stuff because there's a lot of web orders but we've not been getting like the, the big team rushes that you normally get at the start of the season so over summer I was kind of putting plans together about making it like a more of a more of a, like casual clothing side so just to kind of it, we've been wanting to go into for quite a while so now it just seemed like the right time to do it when everyone had a little bit of time on their hands that they could kind of dedicate to it. And when casual clothing is literally all everyone wears, that's such, yeah, yeah. That's such a clever idea. So then has has that side of the business been your kind of baby in terms of 
Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, because I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of, you might not be able to tell, but I've got like a rail of like 30 different jumpers just hung up in my uni room and stuff. Um, but my dad was basically like, yeah, I can kind of do that on the side and get it all sorted and ready. And I've had, I've been really lucky to have help from uh, three or four of the members from the team actually at my dad's work, basically putting all, together all the website and the logistics of it and stuff. Um, so yeah, I've been, it's been like me, but also helped quite a lot by some of the people at Halbro as I don't have an amazing amount of time on my hands at the moment with the uni work and stuff. So yeah, because you were saying you've like fourth year doing geography at Edinburgh. That's going to be quite intense to do all yeah, that work and do this on the summer. Writing at the moment isn't isn't the most fun thing to do, but no. it's got to be done. Mm, like dissertation writing and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's not fun. It's pretty, yeah. Um, so like the casual wear you you do and you sell. Did you sort of design the different um what they call the different logos? Did you how much creative input did you have in that? So I had a decent amount. Basically, me and two other members from the Harbour team have, in effect, been looking through a load of old, like, literally old pieces of clothing or any old document that Harbour has had and trying to pick out all the, like, retro logos and stuff. Because back when it was, like, started, there wasn't really much to do with, like, sports branding. So the, a sports brand would look pretty similar to a normal brand. So... That's why like like this logo, for example, like mm. came from like years and years ago because that was what they used to put on stuff. So we kind of trolled them out and then we also played around with them a little bit, like editing them slightly. Um, and then, yeah, that kind of sides, it's, yeah, it took, probably took a little bit longer than it could have done. But um, it's because everything that we were looking through is all like old pieces of paper and stuff. And it just, yeah, it was quite exhaustive really, but we managed to find a few that we like. But that was quite cool going through the whole like archive. Story. Well, yeah, it was it was really quite interesting because you found out because I, I like the old time, like before my dad and my granddad around it and stuff, I didn't really know much about who they supplied and stuff. And you start seeing like photos of them supplying like uh, rugby kits to like some pretty, pretty cool teams, really. So it's just you, you see documents as well where it'd be like the FA Cup final of like teams wearing kits made by like by Halbro and stuff so I thought it was just quite interesting because you unearthed a load of stuff that you just didn't know existed so yeah yeah I like that and so when people order it there's like because I got something from a boyfriend and it's like you can choose the color and then the logo and it's like very what's the word like you can make it very individual and like personalize in a way can't you with what you choose yeah so I think to be fair I think that's probably a little bit of a bad thing that we did where we made it such a wide range to start because I, I didn't really think that I should we should probably focus and then go wider from there um but yeah you're right it does give the option to basically have whatever you want on it really uh, out of the logos with like different color stitching or different color jumper so yeah it's it's quite good although it in hindsight may would have been slightly better to start narrow and then go wider from there um yeah and then you the likes so you do the sweatshirts and then yeah like the quality is so good, like for the price as well that you paid, like that we paid, it was like really good quality. And I think, yeah, um, so is it, is it all embroidered like by, what's that? I, I saw on your Instagram that thing, what is it called? A sewing machine, like. Yeah, it's basically, it, it's quite cool actually. You go into the factory and they've got like rows. So they work in like sets of six. So you can put six on at the same time. They all do the same thing. And there's like 10 of those machines. 
and yeah, it basically all punches it all in, but it's all like operated in in the factory in Bolton and stuff by people that have worked there for a very long time. Yeah, so. I can imagine. I'm getting like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory vibes. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably no Umbalumbers. Um, a little bit louder. Pardon? A little bit louder than Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because those machines are not quiet in the slightest. No, has it? How has it changed from when they started? Um, like producing the clothes and the rugby stuff how's the factory sort of changed it's it's downsized a lot because so machines used to be huge because it used to be a wool mill so if you actually go into the business there's a few of the old like wool machines and they are massive and it'd make each individual thing just it'd make one shirt at a time it'd take ages with people having to replace the thread and everything and obviously as machines have got better and kind of quicker everything's downsized so as a result the like actual side that the factory's on has got smaller and smaller um but like yeah like most of the most of the space that the factory's on right now is mainly just storage space with with these machines in like the central room because they're they're a lot more compact now than they used to be and quicker yeah so if you get an order on like a monday how long is the process to to make it and to be sent out to someone um it's all online isn't it yeah it's all online so it it kind of depends because we're having the thing like a, t- a toss up between it being quick because there's not as many hectic orders as normal, but at the same time, supply is often harder to get because um, because other companies that we get stuff through, like materials through, are like slowing down as well because of COVID. So, for example, like if somewhere runs out of stock of a certain color thread, we might not be able to get that for a lot longer than what we'd normally be able to get. So, if if like things were ideal you could get the order in on Monday and probably shipped by either Wednesday or Thursday. Um, yeah. But when things go out of stock at the moment, like we, it's a lot more of a kind of confusing issue about how quickly we're going to get it. Um, Cause obviously everywhere's working on reduced capacity at the moment. So. Yeah. And how else is it being in like COVID times for like the factory and for um like sales in a way but obviously you said like the sports sides not being it's actually been all right so we we were quite apprehensive at first because we didn't know what would be happening with sports but now like so obviously as things have gone online a lot more people have basically been ordering like say sports kits one by one rather than so what would normally happen is a team at the start of the year would order like 20 20 rugby kits and then at that point they all get sent out so that's like a mad rush but at the moment it's a lot more like there's a lot more individual orders coming through so when i look at like the orders page there's a lot of web orders so it's keeping quite busy also it's like it's been quite a good time to make new contacts with new clubs so going out reaching out to people because they you kind of have the time to at the moment so it's quite it's been quite good for making new contacts and everyone at the office is still working really hard and getting everything done so there's there's still stuff to do. Uh, I think from my dad's point of view, the furlough schemes helped a lot because without that, he'd have probably had to make some pretty difficult decisions, but that's, that's really helped him out. Um, but yes, it's, it's, it's actually, it's actually a decent amount more business than I think we expected at this time, especially now that people can start to see like the end of the pandemic that hopefully, hopefully things can pick up. Yeah. Are you allowed to say what clubs you like? do for the, the rugby the rugby clubs you provide or is it like top six? um i can do but in all honesty i don't really know at the moment <laughs> um like 
we, we do just a lot of standard rugby clubs. A few years ago, we did uh, Salford Red Devils Rugby League. So that was quite cool because we used to get like a load of free tickets that we could go in boxes and stuff to the game. So that was enjoyable. Um, at the moment, I don't think we, we don't actually supply any of the big teams because the way it works is it's like a bidding process and they then decide who they want really. So you put together like a pitch. Um, and I don't think we've really got any at the moment because, so the thing with doing teams like that is it's a lot, you have to put a lot of focus on that and like it obviously takes focus off other things as well. So it's really good for publicity and stuff, but you put way more time in than what you would proportionally compared to the team. So that's just, I, I just don't think we're doing it at the moment. Like likely in the next few years, we tend to get a few, a few bigger clubs every couple of years and then we don't do them for a bit and then we do them again. So. Yeah. What's the biggest club you've, you've done? <laughs> Recently, uh, the biggest recent one was probably Salford. Um, Salford a couple of years ago. That was, like I said, that was good fun. But like historically we've, like I said, we've done stuff where like, like professional football teams for, I think we potentially did Bolton for a bit or Barry like years and years ago. Cause like I said, the photos of them like supplying it in, in like the FA cup final and stuff like that. But also there's a few, there's a few things hung up around, around the place where basically it's like, they're like six nations jerseys from like pre 2000, where basically like Nike got my dad's company to make all their kits for them. So for example, it didn't say Halber on it, but like, they were all made by my dad's company. So that was quite cool, really. Um, that's what I mean when you'd like go in and you'd see all these like kits that you just didn't know were made by them. Um, but yeah, so at the, at the moment, it's mainly, like I said, just like schools because that's yeah. kind of what we're focusing on at the moment. Um, I don't know about universities because I know unis have a very similar, like similar sort of thing to what professional teams do in the sense that it's like a bidding process because it's obviously a lot bigger business for them. Yeah. Um and would you would you ever like or do like the olympics like that coming up or when uh, probably not no because that's that's done by like huge contracted companies so adidas have like a massive contract with um them at the moment and the issue is like you've got to bid so high to be able to get something like that that like a smaller company like halbro wouldn't wouldn't really do something like that just because it's not got the bidding power that they do yeah how many like team members or people work at Halbro in total? I think on site, there's, I think there's about 35 at the moment. Um, obviously not everyone can be in at the same time at the moment, but full capacity, it'd be about 35. So that's people working in the warehouse, people in the office, um, people working like the reception and then also working in the manufacturing at the back. So yeah, I think, I think there's around about 30, 35. That's quite a lot. I, yeah. As I said, I had no idea. So, like, I didn't even know there was a mill in Bolton or <laughs> on Charlie New Road. But yeah, it's one of the only ones. Near the No, so do you know where the Crown is? Okay. So you know when? So you go past. If you're going from Bolton School, you go past the Beehive, yeah. go all the way through Horwich, right to the end of Horwich. Yeah. That's where it is. It's literally right, right near the end of Charlie New Road. Oh, so like. If I was getting off the M61, I'd be turning left, not right. Yeah. At the Beehive, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think there's like... Road. Yeah. I literally... I can't do directions, <laughs> so I think I just got my way to school, parked on some road, and then just like left it. <laughs> left yeah. it that. Um, how was it in terms of promoting the new side of the business? I know like you did quite a few like photo shoots and things like that. It all looked like really creative. Was that fun? Were you like yeah. the person behind it? 
yeah it was it was fun but it was also a lot more difficult than i expected so obviously at the moment it was quite hard actually doing photo shoots with not having people around or like back when we did them you could have people at your house but only one household at a time yeah. and stuff so we had to keep people in their own bubbles and like trying to like keep it spaced out just to make sure as well like our own backs are covered because we don't want a photo to be seen and then it'd be like oh well why are you breaking the rules here so so that was quite difficult um but apart from that like luckily i have a really good group of group of mates up here that were all really willing to help out so um that, that really helped but yeah it was it was quite good and a few of a few of my mates up here had done a bit of modeling before so they kind of knew how to like knew what knew to tell me what to do and stuff so i ran it but in a way they pretty much like told me what to do so no i think it's tricky because like you said people can like so so easily judge pictures and i think like you shared yeah. something and it was like a picture of like two boys or something and you were like need to point out they are brothers or something like that and it's like yeah. so bad that in like now you have to like prove that you're not doing anything bad for like your business reputation and stuff. yeah well it's like we've got we've got new stuff coming but currently with being in a complete lockdown um we can't we can't really take photos of it so it's like it's quite funny actually i have like a full photography set up here with like a load of lights and like screens and stuff but i can't use it because i can't get my mates around to take photos with it so i've got a load of new stock just sat in my room so are we are we allowed a sneak peek to what the new stock is is it is it the um the bubble hat kind of things you were doing on your yeah they're, they're already out so unfortunately we couldn't take photos of them so i had to take photos of just just the item um i'm trying to think yeah i'll give me one sec let me get a little sneak peek exciting i think so hoodies are on their way as well and the hoodies will have a it'll basically be a unisex cut and there'll also be a women's cut so yeah. depending on what what people fancy um and when so, yeah. you when you design like the first one so like joggers oh, oh my gosh i'm so excited for quarter zips <laughs> um do you like create it on I don't even know how to think like on Photoshop or do you like put in like the logo on just a ra random top and send who do you send that to for it to then be physical? So I I basically draw it on a piece of paper because I don't have Photoshop tools at the moment uh, but the people at Halbro do so they've got like the big drawing pads that they can do stuff with so I'll send like a design that I think will be nice and then they basically mock that up and put it on Photoshop how it should be because they have basically they can get templates of any of the items that we get. So they get the templates, put the design on it. And in effect, you fill in what the different designs you want and what colors they want to be. And then with those new like stitching machines, you then send those to the machines. And when you've got the jumper ready, you just put that on and then key it in. And then it takes the design, I think, straight from the computer and then just does the design exactly how you want it to be. That's so clever. That's really so in effect, yeah, so in effect, you can have like any design you want and then that just gets like, Put on the put on the item that you want really so and then when you've done like one do you then all have like a little team meeting about it or is it or is it still yeah so so they have they can all like obviously see it when they're down there and then if they think it looks decent they'll send a photo to me and if i like it they'll a lot of the time they send they send up like uh a few of the samples that they've made and then i can then decide if they're like nice to take photos of and stuff like that so it's all like done a step-by-step -step process. It's made a lot more difficult because of COVID because obviously it means that people can't like try the stuff on. So yeah. basically when it gets to me, it's probably not been tried on, even if it's a sample. So 
that's a little bit tricky and also the sense that like we're getting a lot more used to zoom meetings and teams meetings and stuff so it's just a bit of a i'm a lot more used to it now it's it took a bit of getting used to at the time so yeah like when there's so many people on zoom and i think when they all want to talk at the same time or anything it is a bit annoying in terms yeah. of like you and, and your dad like he's obviously given you so much freedom with this is this something that you when you finish uni want to go into full-time or do you want to get a job and something to do with a degree in all honesty I'm, i i don't really know i need to speak to my dad about it because part of me wants to but at the same time like having having lived out of Bolton I quite like being in Edinburgh and I quite like to stay up here so it depends with stuff like whether I could still do it remotely or if I'd have to be around I, I basically need to speak to him about it really I I don't really know at the moment would you ever have like open up like shop physical shops or do you think it would just stay an online sort of thing probably stay online because like as you probably can tell, like a lot more things are going more and more online at the moment. Um, like I'd imagine we'd adapt the shop a bit more. So for example, like at the moment, I'm trying to get Instagram shop running, but it's quite difficult because it's quite easy to make an Instagram shop if you're willing to make a new website, but because our website was already existing and we don't want to make it a separate website, mm. it's proving quite tricky to like get them to link and work together because you need to enter all like the item codes and stuff that are already on the website. And I don't have certain permissions that other people do um so like we're going to expand like the online shop but that's proven a little bit more difficult than i'd have hoped really so yeah um, it is i think it's all confusing and like buying on instagram sometimes i think it's more difficult like but it, it will be handy like it sends to the um sends to the website yeah i think your website's well easy to like maneuver around as in you know, yeah it's, it's not it's not too bad it's not too bad a lot of work went in from the side from people who are down there to get it like the interface quite nice because that's a slight issue that we have is that at the moment there's so many options that it was very easy for it to basically feel very very clunky and not work properly so a lot of work went in from their side to try and iron things out which i'm pretty thankful for yeah yeah and so have so you've got like the sweatshirts you said about the joggers and the corsets coming out and the hoodies have you still got the bubble hats or is that was that sort of like a limited edition thing that's been ongoing no they're still on the website although um obviously they're not quite as useful now as we're going towards summer so more of a push will be put on those at the other end of the year um unfortunately like just for how logistics were with christmas and stuff and with stock we got we kind of got a bit delayed putting them up on the website and stuff um but yeah they're, they're still doing they're still doing really well so like it's, I know, for example, up here, it never really gets very warm. So, so people always need that. Um, yeah. Have you got any ideas for things or how you could diversify sort of in summer and in the future, like anything you do? We've got, we've got t-shirts coming. Um, I'm not sure when they're going to release. The, ma the main issue that we've had basically is the, the person that I work with directly at Halbro is, has just had a baby. So Aww. So uh, he's he's very very busy at the moment. He's currently on he's currently on a parental leave, so um, that's put things on hold for a bit. But that's not too bad for me because I've got a lot of work to do. But I think when when he comes back to work, we'll be able to kind of get the wheels in motion again and get more. Um... So these are just like a few changes to like jumper designs. But we've also got we've got some quarter zips coming and some joggers coming, but they're actually just in the post at the moment. But these are like, so basically I posted 
I posted on the Instagram a few weeks ago that we we're going to do something supporting basically gay his, uh, LGBT history month mm-hmm. but we decided to change that and just for like supply reasons we're actually going to do that during pride month which is I think July I think so we've got like we've got a few quite oh yeah that rainbow quite like basically just like the similar designs but yeah I love that one like the like how it's like a semi-circle type shape that one yeah I like that one and then we have that one so they're they're the only like new samples I have up at the moment but I've got like I said I've got some quarter zips and some joggers in the post um and is all the stuff like unisex or is the joggers gonna be like girls boys the joggers will be uh, I think the joggers are going to be separated between boys and girls, but obviously, like some of them will be unisex. Uh, with the jumpers, they're all unisex. And like I said, we're getting t shirts out. We're hoping with the quarter zips as well, because it'll start getting to that temperature where you don't really need to wear a coat out of the house, but it's kind of you don't want to just wear a t shirt and that acts as a bit more of a like a layer to wear. So they're going to be released soon. Uh, once again, with those, it's just a slight stocking issue. Um, I've seen some. Yeah. Like over Instagram and over the pandemic, of these these sort of sweatshirt kind of things really taking off and like um like quarter zips and I think it's like people will just wear them all the time. I think like they are so comfy and like just I think like they're sometimes nicer than fleece, like full zip fleeces, just like yeah, like much warmer. No, that's yeah. I've... Go on, sorry, you carry on. No, no. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say I feel like people have also decided to wear just cozier clothing so I know for example me I spend like most of my day just in joggers and a big jumper because I'm rarely going to see anyone I only see people who I go out to the shop and it's not like I'm going out and meeting people like I really I start getting to the point where I don't really care if people see me in like joggers and stuff so yeah I feel like everyone's just a lot more living for cozy coziness at the moment rather than wanting to look smart 100% 100% like when I got told that unis are going to go back to face to face and I was thinking I'm going to have to put jeans on again and like wear <laughs> shoes like literally you just you just wear I think I've worn joggers and like gym wear for the whole year it's ridiculous yeah. um but I think people don't care as much like, like about stuff like that so yeah it could be the future where we all just wear like hoodies and joggers and on nights out and stuff um and then in terms of like your your interest in it in like fashion and stuff have you been always been interested in fashion or is it more interested in the brand because it's your family brand uh well like for example i care quite a lot about how i dress but not like over the top so it's first it's quite nice to get quite a lot of free clothing which is helpful Mm -hmm. and i've got a load of jumpers that are just on rotation at the moment which is nice um like i I like I, i don't show like a keen interest in fashion but i like to feel like i dress quite nice if that makes sense so like yeah I do make a bit of an effort but I'm not like investing in everything but at the same time it is one reason why I really want to do it is because it feels nice to kind of help out with my dad um because I know like how hard he works and stuff like some nights he'll only be home at nine because he's working like late so it's quite nice to know that I'm like giving something back um yeah which which just feels it feels quite re- rewarding really and especially because at uni there's so many times when I'm procrastinating that now my procrastination might be like putting out a new social media post or anything like that and whatever I do it still like provides more like exposure for my dad's company so yeah and even like like, even so people who've never heard of it like just by 
you know, like people buying the sweatshirts and like, oh, what's Harbour? Like it's got such a, like, um, like it could be like Hollister, you think, oh, what's that brand? Like it could, you know, like it's got that kind of vibe with the, the kind of, um, what is it, like comfy clothing kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very cozy clothing. Um, yeah, going back to like the, the like, because you were saying earlier on, sorry, I just kind of clocked when you were saying about how it's been like advertising the brand and stuff. It's in that sense, it's been quite difficult to like break out of friend groups. So a lot of the orders that we've had have been like people that we know or people that we indirectly know. And it's quite hard to break those barriers where like, I don't know, it's the classic thing where all you need is like one reasonably well, well-known person to wear something. And then it kind of kicks you off from there. So we're hoping that like, we do have like a lot of decent contacts, but we've not tapped into them so much at the moment. And we need to kind of, I feel like, we've just got to like be a bit more like forward and just being like, do you fancy having a free jumper? You can wear it and then take a photo on it, take a photo in it, put it on your Instagram and like get that exposure a bit wider. Um, yeah. You almost need like influencers, but not influencers at the same time. Yeah. Because yeah. Cause like obviously people want to support you who, who know you and like people from yeah. school people you know want to support your business and I think like a lot of people in the northwest will want to support it because it's like born and bred Bolton kind of thing um, yeah but yeah that's that's true like yeah maybe people listening to this they might break that <laughs> break that barrier as well um yeah I'm trying to think of like you need like Tyson Fury yeah <laughs> we need we need a northwest person who is reasonably well known to just be like support this local business Vernon K. I'm thinking of Bolton. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, who else is from Bolton? Like famous people. I can't think. I don't really know actually. It's always just Peter K. Vernon K. Paddy McGuinness. It's like yeah, three. Christine McGuinness. She's she used to be on the Real Housewives of Cheshire. I didn't know that. She's quite your... model body shaped. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Is Halbro doing anything to sort of become more environmentally concerned in terms of like climate change and things like that? I, I think so. So that's a lot more my dad's side, but I I don't think it, it doesn't have a particularly massive carbon footprint in the first place. A lot of the things we're now making are like uh, made with organic materials or recycled materials. So that's something big that we're definitely trying to go into. So a lot of the stuff that we'll be releasing as this range, for example, will start being recycled materials um from our point of view like so they're a lot more they're a lot more difficult to work with because they work in a different way so they stitch slightly differently and also they're more expensive to make so as a result like we were trying to test the water see how things went before going into that because then when we go into that it'll allow so we're definitely we're definitely trying to cut stuff like that and i'm assuming at the office like everything's that can be recycled is recycled like there's so many big cardboard boxes that I remember having worked there summers in the past that one of my big jobs would be cutting down cardboard boxes and basically putting them all in this massive pile and every day this huge van comes and took all the cardboard away so yeah I think I think they are definitely making a conscious effort um I know for example like I said with this brand that um we're definitely trying to move into recycled materials and organic stuff just because it's I do a geography degree at uni you actually learn quite a lot about that side of things and it makes you really kind of think about making things more sustainable yeah so have you like you're saying that you've worked there in summers have you like literally just been there sort of all your life just popping in and stuff like helping out and things 
Yeah, well, it helped quite a lot with me because obviously everyone likes to get a summer job and get a lot of work done. And I was very kind of restricted in what I could do in my summertime for the past few years because I play, I play a lot of water polo and had like foreign competitions and training camps, which meant that I couldn't really get like a standard job because I had to get certain weeks holiday and it meant that I was so, so tied down. So working for my dad, which was very helpful, meant that I could basically not pick my hours but if I needed to be away for a day then that was fine so I'd I me and my brother actually worked a lot in the warehouse so either like packaging stuff up printing stuff on like hoodies jumpers or also just we spent an entire summer reorganizing the warehouse because like I said there's the, the some of the stock we found in there is incredible it was like literally like 60 years old and it's a big it's it's basically a big hall which has a load of shelving and cardboard boxes in it and some of these boxes were ancient and you'd get to the bottom of them and it'd be covered in dust and you'd find like a gem in the bottom and it'd be like oh well, a lot of a lot of the stuff like that we just end up giving to um i think it's called SOS Kit Aid where basically a guy comes every week and any spare kit that we don't need or samples that we're giving away we we donate them to a company that then ships them over to i think ships over to um a country less fortunate than ourselves and basically gives out the kit for free Aww. so we me and my brother found a load of those uh, but one thing that we stumbled upon we actually found uh 2000 old track suits which we had absolutely no clue what to do with and there were probably about like there were enough boxes to like fill this room completely um and we had no clue what to do with them and ended up i think we ended up giving them away to a charity and stuff and yeah, so that was that. Those were our summers. We'd basically spend time in the warehouse doing a load of, load of horrible jobs. Really, just moving boxes. Like, I know it was hell for me because I, I get quite bad hay fever, and there was so much dust that my dust allergy just went absolutely mental. Um, but yeah, now at least the warehouse is now a little bit better. I quite enjoyed it because it meant that you could see what you'd done at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How's it been like? I actually forgot you did your water polo. How's that been like in the pandemic? Were you in like a team? Were you in a GB team or something? I yeah, I went to I went to European Championships in 2018. So that was pretty fun. I we trained for that for like five years as a as a Britain squad, and that was that was really good. But since then, it's kind of like calmed down a bit because obviously uni starts ramping up, and mm. I focus on that. So I've done a lot of uni water polo, but less of that. Um, at the moment, I'm actually. So I'm actually hoping to be in the Scotland Commonwealth team next year. Whoa. So that'd be pretty cool. Um, but I've got to get fit first, which is a main issue. Um, but, you've got, you, oh, sorry. I was going to say, you've got to be like proper fit, haven't you, to do that? In terms of like, you're doing the treading water thing and then you're yeah. just like batting the ball <laughs> and then like yeah. throwing into the net and stuff. It's pretty, it's pretty in, like fitness intensive. Um, so yeah it's it's going to take quite some time to get back to where I want to be but um which is a shame because during the pandemic obviously we've not been allowed in swimming pools so like people who do football have been able to play football in the park or go for runs but we've not been able to swim so like I'm hoping as soon as pools reopen that I can get straight back in and not just do going for runs and cycles um because that's it's basically been on complete hold during the pandemic as has a lot of things really but um, so when you like train for water polo when you swim in do you just do like lengths like how's the the main way you train for it so we have different sessions so obviously i have gym sessions we then have purely swimming sessions where we basically do lane swimming mm -hmm. uh, for a couple hours but then we also have polo sessions where 
we like swim for a bit at the start and then it's a lot of like passing shooting and like practicing like tactics and like different drills and stuff so it's it's pretty tiring really but one thing that's been quite nice is i've not been absolutely exhausted every evening um because it means i'm not in the pool i also don't smell of chlorine all the time which is really quite nice i miss that smell like when when pools reopen like, i love swimming i want to yeah we know for example that they're going to do decent and then that means that we won't we won't make a loss on it for example um but um yeah well if you are in the scottish commonwealth is that next year did you say yeah it'll be 2022 is assuming it being, where's it being held it's held in birmingham but the the water polo is going to be in manchester because that's where like water polo tends to be based in the uk so you can get the scottish team to wear halbro potentially Potentially, I, I, I don't really know how stuff like that works, so it's it could <laughs> work like that, who knows. We can kick you up. Um, yeah. So for people who've listened to this who like want to look at the stock or want to order, how and where's the best place for them to sort of see what you've got and to place an order? So either by looking at the Instagram and then if you want to place an order going through the link on the Instagram or just going straight to the Halbro website um like i said i'm trying to set up the instagram shop but that's a little bit tricky at the moment because i'm having to kind of try and link it with our existing website which means you've got to go through a load of like different links and stuff um but that'll hopefully be soon so then hopefully in the next couple of weeks you'll be able to buy stuff through the instagram uh instagram channel uh, i don't know what yeah. account that's what i'm looking for um so that should be that should make it quite a bit easier um and then hopefully when like supply issues tend to be like quashed a little bit, we'll then be able to like release new things and actually take photos of new things. So that'll be hopefully coming soon. And then there'll be like the summer range for t-shirts and everything else. Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah. Look forward to Yeah, hopefully that. it goes okay. Yeah. <laughs> People listening to this will be like, oh, can't wait. <laughs> um, oh, thanks very much, Bill. That was really, really interesting to hear about it all. I had no idea about yeah. everything. So yeah, I'm sure I've been placing another order soon. Keep looking and finding things I like. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. Like I said, Ed, like Ed, all of my mates who give me feedback, it's actually just so nice to hear feedback from people because like knowing that my work that I've put in has actually like come back and like people are appreciating it is really quite nice to hear. It's like doing a, a uni essay. If they say like good work at the bottom of it, it might be something so tiny for them to do, but it makes you feel so much better about yourself. So yeah, it's, it's good to hear. And who knows if we ever have like a school reunion, we'll just all come in our little Halbro. Because yeah, <laughs> like 200 people wearing them. That's the that's the dream. For more information or to purchase some clothing from Halbro, which I would definitely recommend, you can find them on Instagram at Halbro1919. That's Halbro1919. Or you can visit their website, which is halbro.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. To keep up to date with all things from a Lancashire Lass, follow on Facebook and Instagram at from a Lancashire Lass.